All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, let me give you our phone number. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. What what a disaster this trip uh, viewing castles, visiting castles in Ireland has been for Joey, your president. We'll get to that today. Uh, we have an update on this security issue. I mean, this 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 top secret breach as it relates to Ukraine. You know, the leak has quote publicized potential vulnerabilities in Ukraine's air defense system, and Joe Biden asked about it. Literally said, "There's there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequences." He actually said that today. I'll play it for you later. Um, you know, and. Downplaying the consequences of this leak. Lives are at risk here. By the way, revealing that we have special forces on the ground in Ukraine. Great Britain has special forces on the ground in Ukraine and many other countries, the same thing. That, that is not information that should be made public. They have finally released this 21 year old guardsman uh, as it relates to this Pentagon leak case, but this, this is a big, big deal uh, that Joe Biden downplaying it, number one. And, you know, then says after he gives a minimal statement that he's going to go plant a tree, you know, on top of his bizarre speech in Northern Ireland and that stupid jump gag, which makes no sense to anybody. And, you know, being ushered away because this guy can't answer questions. Did you guys watch my interview with Donald Trump or Tucker's interview with Donald Trump? Do you think Joe Biden could ever in his his wildest dream uh, conduct an interview that long and focus that much and be as well as um, uh, informed as Donald Trump is? No, you know, but and then he couldn't even take it. He took questions. The press is mad. He's not taking questions. He took questions from children and had to be ushered away from the children because he was screwing that up. Zero experience. Hunter jumped in there. Um, by the way, we do have an update on, you know, this incident down in Tennessee as it relates to these uh, two lawmakers that were expelled from that. They're, they're back in legally uh, based on their individual districts, you know, and, and the laws and the, the Constitution of Tennessee allows it. But that's not part of it. One of the lawmakers, Justin Jones, how many how many let me backtrack. How many times did I say Okay, we have a January 6th committee. Where's the committee for the 574 riots that killed a couple of dozen Americans uh, that injured a couple of thousand cops that were pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails, uh, and that caused billions in property damage, of which we have plenty of video of? Well, it turns out this video, because we never used that video to arrest them. We didn't have any congressional hearings. Nothing ever happened to the people involved in the rioting. Nothing happened to the people that encouraged it like Kamala Harris. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. They won't stop. We won't stop. And then tweeting out the bail fund for the people, you know, involved in some of the rioting in Minneapolis. You got to be kidding me. Imagine if Donald Trump did this. Well, now apparently there's video at Jones himself, the elected official in Tennessee, took part in a May 2020 Black Lives Matter protest in Nashville. Uh, and reportedly walked on top of a police car. There's video of some of this and was subsequently charged with a crime, but then he was let off. I mean, it was pretty unbelievable. I don't think if it was a January 6th person, they would have been let off, which, by the way, those people that illegally entered the Capitol, they needed to be, you know, the full brunt of the law be brought down on them, too. We condemn all rioting. Anyway, the incident, which was captured on video showing Jones along with 
another fellow activist walking on top of a police car as dozens of rowdy and, and uncontrollable protesters surround the police. And then following the incident, the charges were brought against Jones in this case and arrest warrants issued over damage done to the car during the protest. But less than three hours after the warrants were issued, the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department announced that after a review of additional information, they and the district attorney agree the arrest warrants issued last night uh, will be recalled for the present. Well, they were recalled permanently. And after Jones and Harris stepped down from the Mark police car, other protesters climbed on top, began kicking in the windows and damaging the car. In 2021, he faced additional charges for allegedly throwing a, a, a traffic cone at a car during a protest. Video of the moment was released, but Jones wrote in a tweet that it didn't show the whole incident, saying that the man in the car was yelling racial slurs and pushing his car into protesters. You know, they will try to push a false narrative portraying me as violent as a way to deflect from their own actions. Well, we got it on videotape. Why don't we get why don't we go back over all of those summer of 2020 videos and arrest all the people that were involved in the violence, all the people we can identify because of the videotape? You know, that's their strategy. You say, I'm hopeful for, for, for the chance to present the evidence in a transparent manner. OK. It's it's pretty unbelievable. Anyway, so that's the latest on him. Uh, you know, now we've got the issue of the new House minority leader that took over for Nancy Pelosi. His name is Hakeem Jeffries. Now, by the way, as a vague recollection of the controversy surrounding his uncle, uh, undermined by a college editorial defending his uncle, actually wrote a, a, a you know in the previously unreported editorial, he protected Leonard Jeffries and defended his uncle along with the Nation of Islam leader, Screwy Louie or Louis Farrakhan. You know, do you think that a ruling elite would promote individuals who would seek to dismantle their vice-like grip on power? He added that they were unfairly targeted by white media for challenging the longstanding distortion of history. Leonard Jeffries faced a massive uh, his uncle faced a massive backlash in the 90s after comments that he made about the involvement of rich Jews in the African slave trade and a conspiracy planned and plotted and programmed out of Hollywood of Jewish executives who he said were responsible for denigrating black American films. You know, Dr. Jeffries and Minister Farrakhan have come under intense fire, wrote uh, Hakeem Jeffries in February of 1992. Where do you think their interest lies? And he has challenged the existing white supremacist educational system, longstanding distortion of history. I don't know. We have a tape of Louis Farrakhan who he seems to like and praise so much. Let's play it. Here the Jews don't like Farrakhan, so they call me Hitler. Well, that's a good name. Hitler was a very great man. The satanic Jews. They control everything and mostly everybody. There were many Israelis and Zionist Jews in key roles in the 9-11 attacks. See, the Jews have control over those 
agencies of government. The powerful Jews are my enemy. Farrakhan, by God's grace, has pulled the cover off of that satanic Jew. Call me an anti-Semite. Stop it. I'm anti-termite. Leonard Jeffries, uh, for example, comments that were anti-Semitic for him. Uh, quote, most of you don't realize that when the New York Times put the paper that Jeffries said rich Jews were involved in the enslavement process, uh, they put in there and they paint me as anti-Semitic. And the head of and the head Jew at City College, doctor, I won't say his name, saw me after the article in the Times. And he said, Len, everybody knows rich Jews help finance the slave trade. Quote, if everybody knows it. Then let's put it in the classroom. Let's talk about who financed, planned, operated, maintained the the slave system. You know, and it goes on from that Newport, Rhode Island at the time of the American Revolution was the leading legal slaving center in America, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this guy is nuts. And the leader in the House of Representatives, Hakeem Jeffries, that's his uncle. And he's praising Farrakhan. Imagine if this were a Republican. But you can't because there's a double standard, just like there's a double standard in our justice system. Now, this breach, by the way, this Pentagon security breach, they now have arrested uh, a 21 year old guy, uh, a guardsman arrested in the Department of Defense leaks. They published and publicized potential vulnerabilities in Ukraine's air defense capabilities. Guess who's going to benefit from this this leak? That would be Vladimir Putin. And all that Joe said was there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that that is of great consequences. What, that we have numerous countries that had special forces on the ground and that every country that was providing intelligence for Ukraine? By the way, I don't don't want one American boot on the ground. I don't even want to pay a penny anymore until uh, French President Macron and everybody else in Europe pays their fair share. Otherwise, I wouldn't give him another red cent, period. And unless Joe takes off the handcuffs and let them fight the war to win the war, what's the point? But the information literally is slide after slide, public, publicized potential vulnerabilities, and not only their air defense system, but it exposed private assessments by allies and the involvement of American intelligence and other countries' intelligence contributions I'm concerned that it happened, said Biden, but there's not, you know, this is stupid. This is beyond dangerous. People's lives can be at risk. Unbelievable. Joe Biden just, you know, pushes it off to the side as if it's not a big deal. Uh, I see that the German foreign minister is headed to China also. After Macron basically kissed the ass of President Xi in China and said that they won't join America in helping to protect Taiwan. In other words, let me give you our seal of approval. You do what you want with Taiwan. That's how you can interpret that, and I'll trash the U.S. in the meantime. Anyway, so the German foreign minister is likely going to have more explaining to do about Paris in the wake of Macron's comments on Taiwan. And anyway, she's embarking on a a two-day visit, And officials in Berlin were eager to stress that Germany and the EU care about Taiwan and stability in the region. It's too late because they all we now know what's going to happen. This is the equivalent of Vladimir Putin putting his military, building up his military strength on the border of Ukraine. 
And you had a lot of stupid people, very confident that Putin had no intentions of going into Ukraine. Anyone with half a brain saw this as a clear and present danger. If you don't see the actions and the threats against the U.S. that Joe Biden is taking, never mind the balloon incident and the drone incident, he has allowed this this vacuum to occur by vacating America's leading role as the world's sole superpower. And China has now created a new axis of evil, as I've been telling you. And this is not going to end well. And China has two more years to keep building up these alliances. And now we see country after country after country bailing on U.S. leadership and joining with China, Russia, and Iran. The Egyptians have done it. The Saudis have done it. The Emirates have done it. Thank you, Joe. Great job. You've done a great, great thing for the, for the world. It is the most dangerous thing I think I've seen in my lifetime. Because you know what? Those countries have made a bet. They don't want to be on the wrong side of the winner in this battle to be the world's superpower. And they're picking China to win over the U.S. And everyone paying attention to this? God only knows what this is going to look like in just two years from now. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I have my new Rhino Metal Safe. It is the best. It is the greatest handcrafted safe you're ever going to have in your life. Now, if you believe in the Second Amendment as I do, this is the safe to have. Because the biggest thing that we can do to preserve our right to bear arms is be responsible gun owners. And that means securing your firearms. And if you're looking for the gun safe or even a vault door to do that, Rhino Metals is by far your best solution. By the way, now we have dealers now have come to realize this is the safe of choice of of serious gun owners. Uh, But anyway, Rhino Metals has taken gun security to an entire new level. They have an amazing innovative locking mechanism. I mean, this is the real deal safe, not these cheap safes that could be broken pretty easily. They've got convenient interior styling. You're going to love it. And buying a Rhino safe or a vault door is easy. They have an extensive coast-to-coast network of expert dealers. By the way, dealers are like joining every day because they know this is what their customers want. Online financing options, a variety of delivery options. In other words, you'll buy confidently knowing that all Rhino safes are backed by the best warranty and customer service support you could ever want. They were founded in 1995, an incredible owner who was a, a veteran and a hero. Just go to their website. It's rhinosafe.com, but you got to spell rhino the right way. Rhino is in the animal rhino. R-H-I-N-O-S-A-F-E, rhinosafe, one word.com. And Rhino Metals is protecting and securing America. This is the safe you need and want.